0: Step inside the woo
1: universe. welcome to inside the universe woo squared that's a little bit of woo times 2 In these shorter episodes you're going to hear more of me like an audio journal on universal topics like abundance resilience working with the moon manifestation meditation and much much more inside the woo Hey everybody, it's Colette Baron Reed. Welcome back to Woo Squared here at Inside the Universe with me and my executive producer, Connie Deletti. Our theme for Woo Squared is the spirit of your business, and we've gotten so many, apparently, oh my gosh, hundreds and hundreds of questions, because we sent out a survey about what you guys wanted me to talk about, and this was so on the top. So I am going to be launching a class called The Spirit of Your Business, and why not talk about it? So Connie, I don't know what questions you have for me. Let's just get started. Sure. So our first
0: question comes from someone who said they've been in the corporate world for 14. 14- Years. They lost their job and now they're looking to get started with a business, but they're not even sure where to get started and how to discern what direction to go into to even find something they're passionate about.
1: Oh, this is great. This is actually really great because um, when I used to do intuitive coaching and strategy, and I'm allowed to share this story because she says I can, I had a client in New York who was a very successful uh, litigation lawyer. And everybody in the family was a lawyer. They decided to be a lawyer and uh, they didn't lose their job. So similar thing, just super unhappy. Almost like I lost my job. But in this case, I was like, I'm miserable. I, I, Like, I am so miserable. And it was like she had velvet handcuffs in this particular job. So I tried to get her not to talk to me about the things that she liked. And she said the exact same question. You know, like, I, I don't even know how to start. I, I want to do something different. I just don't even know how, mm-hmm. where to start or what I like. And I'll tell you this, that often we don't know because we assume by looking around that we have to choose a business that exists already right? We have to choose that. And I ask you always to start by taking a look at what you do well, not just what you do well, because she did that amazingly, but she was miserable. She said, we used to debate and argue and litigate at the breakfast table in my family. And so this is easy. But anyway, so I I got her to to, over the course of about two months uh, because she was very resistant because it's like, well, I can't make money at that. I can't make money at that. To finally, we drilled it down because she was just so frustrated by the end of it is that she liked to bake pies. I said like, what do you like doing? What do you really like doing? That could possibly be business, even if you let's take it off that you're going to deny that you're going to do this business, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's at least uh, you know go through all these things, and we did. We we kind of explored a few things, but finally, I just said, I know there's something that you really love doing, and she says, "Well, honestly," I said, "Yeah, finally, <laughs> right? Yes, honestly, no, yeah. no, not honest. Yes, right. no, of yes. course, honest. Yes. Honestly," she goes, "I love more than ever. I love to bake pies." Okay. So I said, what if you could have a pie shop? She goes, Well, I can't have that in New York. You'll never blah and yes. give me a million. She always gives me a million reasons why not. Litigate Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and you will find that too when people are coming out of corporate, mm-hmm. that there's a particular transition from corporate into solopreneurship or whatever. There is a lot, there's a lot of hurdles. But I mean, there is for anybody, because sure. you really have to get to the point of what do you love, right? And a lot of people say, I just don't know what I love. I said, well, you got to, we have to spend some time on finding out what you love. Anyway, so pies. So um, she, at that moment, and I kind of felt that she'd like, that's it. And decided to just, you know, like basically we ended up on pies <laughs> and she was like, go yeah. away.
0: <laughs> and like, then I never okay, heard from fine. her, right? Yeah.
1: I never heard from oh, yeah. her again. But right? I was like, okay, fine, because we were actually that was the last right. session that she'd paid for, and I'm like, okay, let me know if yeah. you want to drill this, drill down on this. <laughs> She's like, nope. No, thanks. but a year, a year and a half later, she had moved to Texas. She had a pie shop. She was making, I literally, a quarter of the income that she was making in New York. Happy. She has a cute little pie shop in this little town. Um, she even met her soulmate there. You know, she wow. didn't know she was gay, yeah. and she ended up with this beautiful partner there and just like wrote me and said, you know, I thought I had thrown my money down the toilet with you. (laughs) This is what she said to me. (laughs) A great way for any testimonial to start. (laughs) A testimonial. I threw my money down (laughs) the toilet talking to you. But you changed my life. Right. And she goes, I just need you to know that I couldn't stop dreaming about pies afterwards. And I was so angry. (laughs) But then I started asking my friends, Mm. like, what do you think? Mm -hmm. And then finally I just I quit my job. Cashed in because she had an apartment she bought. She had money mm. like this. This girl mm-hmm. had money. I mean, she was making like I think half a million dollars or four hundred thousand dollars or some crazy amount of money. That that is like to yeah, me, that's, that's, that's yeah. a lot. Anyway, off she went, and then she just wrote me this beautiful note, and I ha- and I've spoken to her a couple times since, and I've lost track with her because that was many many mm-hmm. years ago. But uh, that was one of the stories that really hit me. Because, and and like me, I didn't want to do this work. I didn't want to be an intuitive. It was, but it was what was calling me. And now, of course, I love it. It's just amazing and whatever, but I loved music. So I had two paths. Mm -hmm. I didn't love music less. And I still got a record deal. And I mean, a lot of singers never got record deals. I still got it. I got two albums out. But it was so obvious to me that that was not the path. This was the path. And then it became the thing that I... Because part of what I teach is about you know take your hustle out of your hustle. I was hustling Mm. with music, boy, oh boy, was I ever hustling! And this was like if you take your hustle out of your hustle and make your business sacred, well, it's going to show up in like with bright light. You you'll be blinded by the light when you see what has to be next, right? Mm. And there can still be you have to honor the period of time where you're unsure. That's that's a between worlds is the most extraordinary place. That's when you pray. That's when you You ask for signs. You say, show me. I had gone on my knees, I don't know how many times. Like, show me. If, if I'm not the real thing, just take it away from me. Make it so obvious. I want a billboard, show it to me. And I kept getting the billboards. I feel like this is, you're starting to answer another question
0: <laughs> from another, okay. uh, from another <laughs> listener who wanted to know, what do you do when you come across a hiccup in your business? When there's, oh. like you just said, like, maybe identifying, am I hustling? How do you even identify if you're hustling or is a hustle a hiccup?
1: Well, okay. There's a difference. A hustle is like a fun word, like a side hustle, right? Like I have a friend who has a great corporate job and she's an extraordinary dream interpreter. And she's a, she can, you know, bring people to the other side and all like, she is one of the most coolest woo-woo people I know, but she's got a great corporate job. That's her side hustle. She makes her side hustle sacred because that is a sacred relationship that she has with this particular subject matter. She loves it. She respects it, right? So you have a side hustle. That's just a kind of a kitschy word for, you know, a job you have on the side of your, of your main job, right? Mm -hmm. To hustle is a very different word. You know, it's to push like it's to push against the tide sometimes it's to force it's to like hustle, hustle, but it's also, it, it can be benign, but it's been overused. I think hustle culture is that you're going to overwork, you're going to burn out. You're going to w- work too hard. You're going to take on too much. That word is a kind of a dicey edgy word. So if you take your hustle mm-hmm. out of your hustle and you allow for periods of rest Because that's the other thing. Hustling doesn't say, I get to rest. Hustling is like, you are go, go, go. You're the Duracell bunny when you're hustling. So making your side hustle sacred means what, like if you were to
0: quantify that, what does that mean?
1: Yeah, so you make your side hustle sacred is that you give it its due and then you allow it to rest. You respect its ebb as much as you respect and expect its flow. You trust that when it needs something, if you run a gas... You don't yell at the gas tank. Yeah. You're bad. You're not not moving fast. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Put more things on social media. Like look at somebody else's thing and then do that. You know, that's like, let's, let's just keep being out there all the time. Like boom, 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 boom. Instead, you're like, I'm going to maybe take a class, take what I, you know, and I always say there's no such thing as one size fits all for anybody. You know, where am I at? What works for me? And then go with the flow. And then when it's ebb time, when the fishermen can't go to sea, they repair their nets, right? So it's like, go and like, what do I need to repair? What do I need to polish? Maybe I just need a break and not look at it at all. And everybody needs a break. So it's really about, there's an organic, natural flow and ebb of your business. And some people think it's hiccups. Oh my God, my business is not working all of a sudden but maybe you need a break for a minute. Maybe that's the time where you go, ah, am I meeting the needs of the people I serve? Is my contribution a reflection of my ego? Or if is my contribution helping the people that I said I was going to help? Where is there compassionate prosperity? Have I given to charity? Have I been at all philanthropic? Like that's something to think about. Because I learned about tithing in the Unity Church many years ago when I first got sober. So I'm going back 37 years ago and I'd be going there and they'd been teaching me the laws of prosperity. And some of it's like, give 10% to those in need. In this case, they think they wanted 10% to their church, which was whatever, who cares? (laughs) But for me, there was like a built-in mechanism that you have to keep it flowing. And if you're at your bottom dollar, go help somebody with it. You know, and it's always worked for me. So that's also part of it. Like, where have I just, if I, am I hoarding my energy? Am I, am I spending my currency? Like, remember your currency, uh, there's an energetic currency between you, your contribution, money, etc. cetera. And you need to take breaks if you are not taking your breaks. Yeah, that's, that can lead to a big, giant hiccup because the business is going to say, okay, that's it. We're not sending you people. So uh, looking at a hiccup as an invitation
0: for not action, yes. but for contemplation, for
1: observation, rest? Like It is an yeah. action. Here's the other thing. That is an action. Contemplation, rest, 100%. That's an action. And trust is an action. Faith has to be an action. Because I really believe that and again, people who are listening to this that, you know, I mean you're de- you're definitely listening to a <laughs> we're podcast, the Okay. We're yeah. called Woo yeah, square. And for and Woo God square sake. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the Universe. If spirituality is not infused in my business, it's not my mm-hmm. business. Do you know what I mean? Even like the real businessy things I do. I am talking to business people like this, right? So this is always going to have spirit is going to be everywhere. And if I'm not praying and meditating, and if I've been exhausted or burnt out, there's something that I need to take a break because the business is going to suffer. So it's an opportunity to do something different. Everything is always in action. Even non-action is an action. So when I say hustle, take the hustle out of your hustle. Because it's like, it's my hustle. I love those words, hustle. I love hustle. It's I love fun. the word hustle. Yeah. I like, yeah. do the hustle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> shows my age. It's a great song. Age, though, are,
1: the young people listening to this show, like, what is she Google talking Google <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> Disco. Google Disco, yes. Yeah, so, so it's the sense of, what does that mean? It means restorative. Where is the restoration? And then what if, like, for example, I wasn't ever planning on teaching a business class. Okay. So I always look to my audience to see, you know, especially in the Oracle Circle membership where people get access to me for 22 bucks a yeah, month. I and mean, that's it's ridiculous. It's a great place. Right. Mm-hmm. So inexpensive, you know, and I do readings and coaching for 90 minutes twice a month called Spirit Jam. And I noticed over six to eight months, 80% of the questions were about their business. I said to Mark, do you think I should do this? Do you think I should actually... And he goes, you know, he's 35 years of a very successful <laughs> like, business maybe? Like, that yeah. they might need, you know, like, because I do mentor, mm-hmm. I mentor some up and coming authors and speakers, et cetera. I'm, yeah. I got big wings. You yeah. know what I mean? They're under my wings. <laughs> so, um, so I thought, yeah, you know, maybe people will want that. And then I decided, you know, because I also felt I asked the business, my own business. I said, what do you want me to do? And it was like, <laughs> yes, teach a business course. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay. But I'm doing it my way. I'm, I'm not for everyone. This is a very specific way to dialogue with your business and to actually have a very different relationship to it. And you'll start getting more ideas. That's the other thing. It's like you are unique. Every single person has a unique contribution, right? Right. Every one of us has a unique contribution. So why do you have to look at somebody else and, and do what they do? Uh-uh, uh-uh, That never works. Same thing with following trends. The trend is gone by the time you figured out how to For put sure. it together and stick mm-hmm. it on. Tick yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, ah. <laughs> so just you be you. And if that's true, and you have to also say that you are enough, but if you're exhausted, you're not going to believe that you're enough. And you're not going to believe the business is enough. Because guess what? You can't serve your business or contribute to your clients or customers or whatever it is. And I don't even care if you sell mattresses. You know what I'm saying? If you are fried because you've overworked and you've pushed it, and then you start believing in the, the lack because that's all you're seeing. All you and when really the lack is saying to you, relax or maybe do something else. But the something else first is take a break. That's your number one priority is rest. Rest has to be built in. We have we pay our employees when you know you know we six weeks holidays, like (laughs) go away like they're like what and we can't even make you guys take holidays sometimes (laughs) we're like no (laughs) it's like go Go. you know make sure we have it Mm -hmm. on the calendar because we know you cannot go at the pace Mm -hmm. you know pace 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 you can't do it so anyway so in in conclusion you know when you look at how do you make your business sacred you treat it like it's a sacred thing you treat it like It's a God given gift to you that you get to do like, wow, I, this is how I see this. I get to do, I get to talk to you and people get, I get to have listeners to talk about things that work. That's the other thing. I know what doesn't work too because you know what doesn't work is when you try to keep pushing forward and then you don't get results. Like we've pivoted a number of times, you know, when the pandemic came, we had to pivot, we had to cancel all our in-person events and, and we just took a risk. And then all of a sudden Oracle Palooza virtual was born and we had thousands of people from 53 countries attend. I've never had thousands of people from 53 countries, Mm -hmm. you know, come to a paid event. I had like tops, maybe 400 people. Incredible. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? but it's that risk. What do you need? And you felt it in your body and like, okay, I need to take a risk and I don't know where this is going. That's the other thing I think, I think because, okay. So in my school, in Oracle school, we're in level two right now. And it turned out last night, I think we had seven engineers in class that are, that are like, exploring woo-woo and they were talking about how I'm an engineer and this yeah, is effing yeah, my head yeah. up <laughs> like, but I know it's working I'm not sure because they're trying to figure it out like there's sure. a system yeah to calculate, you can't always calculate. Like, there's this invisible, mm-hmm. it like look at you know, radio yes. waves. Hello, like mm-hmm. the quantum. Like, you have to trust that this weird, I don't know how 100% it works, but it's But we have enough evidence that it's working. And our tagline, and, and I hope we don't have to bleep it out. I don't think we have to, is you can't make this up. That's our tagline in, in level two in my school. Is what people say <laughs> that's like, you can't make this up. You can't. So, it's the same thing. And when you start dialoguing with your business, it's freaky and it's like, wow, how come I didn't listen to this before? And you realize, oh, it wants me to pivot. It might want me to go a little bit that way. Maybe it's not, you know, to put all those catchphrases and things on social media. Maybe it's just to be, maybe I'm enough. Maybe I can just do this and do it my way instead of how every, everyone else is doing it. Right? So that's the other thing. It's, it's very interesting. If we can See that this is a gift. If you have an inspiration for a business, you are given that by spirit. Inspiration means of the spirit. I have been given this gift, the vehicle to my contribution. My soul gave me this from this, you know, heavenly, whatever, whatever you want to think it I'm not religious at all. I'm spiritual, but it's like this again. And I'm also whoa, like mm-hmm. totally nerdy. So I, I really believe it's like this mm-hmm. conscious Absolutely. matrix. Mm-hmm. This that's alive and talking through us. Make it special. Treat it like you mean it. Treat and thank the universe for this thing. Thank you. How do I serve? This morning I was tired. I couldn't. I I didn't sleep last night. It's been a couple of nights. I don't know what's going on with me. And I don't do well unless I have eight hours of sleep. And I was a little frazzled, like frazzled plus this morning. I got, I literally got on my knees in my bedroom. Show me how to serve. Just show me how to serve. I'm getting I'm of myself. I am nothing. The universe doeth the work through me. I would be done through me. Oh, and I could just relax. Like, oh, right. I'm not the only one here. That's the other thing. We think we're the only one. No. Spirit's your partner. And guess how your partner serves you? Gave you a vehicle. Your ideas. Okay, fine. Right? So mm-hmm. so that's that's how you, you have to see where does it want to go? You still have the reins. You're not going to have a runaway horse, you know? But maybe, just maybe, the road you're on, that, the wagon says, you get to get off here. Go have a picnic. Woo
0: Squared is a production of Universal Network Studios. A special thanks to our recording engineer, Chris Dupuy, content editor, Julie Fink, and audio post-production, Lonnie Carmichael. Original theme music by Jerry Mosby. If you love what you heard here today and you want to keep up to date on episode releases, prize giveaways, and so much more, sign up for our newsletter at itwpodcast.com forward slash newsletter. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you join us next time for another episode of Inside the Wooniverse, a podcast brought to you from the corner of Fringe and Maine. Inside the Wooniverse